0: From the Australian Taxpayers' Alliance, this is Taxed and Wasted, Corona Break Edition, where we bring you all the news that has nothing to do with coronavirus from around the world. I'm your host, Emilio Garcia. Welcome back to Taxed and Wasted, Corona Break Edition. Uh, This week, we are looking at Australia, of course. Mexico, the UK, and the United States. So, I'll remind you once again, this is being filmed from my apartment, since it's illegal for me to go to the office, basically. And so, I'm doing my very best to keep the audio quality good, but if there's a bump in the background, or a dog barks, or a parakeet starts squeeching outside, I guess you call them cockatoos here, uh, bear with me, I'm trying my hardest. Uh, So, we're going to start with the probably uh, really one of the worst pieces of news we've seen uh, outside of the obvious uh, terrible news that's been circulating in Australia for a long time. Turns out the Australian government has taken advantage of the fact that its citizens are distracted to pass an egregious piece of corporatist law that will basically hand money over from one part of the economy, from one sector to another. Australia is going to force Google and Facebook and other social media companies to hand over part of their ad revenue to corporate media uh, companies. So here's, here's the way that the government would justify something like this. Google. And Facebook are used by shady small fake news outlets who then make all of this ad revenue spreading misinformation and a lot of the time that's taking away potential eyeballs from establishment media and so their solution to that is to give reparations on behalf of the tech giants to the corporate media uh, establishment. Here's what's actually happening. Corporate media, large media outlets, are failing. Their revenue is falling. They have not properly adapted to the digital age. Their revenue and their, their readership is mostly based on clickbait and to a lesser degree, opinion pieces. And it turns out, while people do want to read clickbait, it's not everything, they they don't want to read it all the time. And when it comes to opinion, it turns out not so many people are interested in the opinion of the commentariat. And so the solution here is with their last vestige of power and money, they lobby the government into getting more successful companies than themselves. To just fork over money. To compensate their own inabilities. And it's really really one of the worst pieces of legislation that we could have conceived of. And here's another thing. Say whatever you will about Google and Facebook as companies. What they do in terms of deplatforming or what they have in terms of their social initiatives or their politics or their privacy issues. Put all that to one side, and acknowledge the fact that these companies have revolutionized marketing. A lot of businesses, many businesses, they depend on Google and on Facebook to get their products in front of their appropriate customers. And so, you think think that, that this move here, where Facebook and Google and similar platforms are going to have to give over a part of the money that they make from their ad revenue to these businesses. You think that's not going you, you to inflate the price of advertising on these platforms in Australia? You think that all of these businesses are going to be able to advertise at the same rate while, and, and Google's just going to eat the price? It's just going to eat the loss of having to give this failing industry their money? Of course not. Everyone, if you have a business at home and you use Google Ads, uh, AdWords, or Facebook ads to target your audience. Get ready. Every time when you see that price go up, it's not going up because of Facebook. It's going up because that money you're handing right over to Rupert Murdoch or you're handing over right over to the ABC or whatever. It's really, really a terrible piece of corporatism, and we're going to be we're going to be advocating against it. So please stay tuned because we're going to need as much help as we can get because this is absolutely unjust. We've never been huge fans of Google or Facebook in terms of, in terms of what they do uh, politically in-house. But this is egregious. You, you have to be able to see when even people you don't like are being cheated. Now to another piece of terrible news. Uh, the government of Queensland is thinking of giving $200 million to Virgin Australia, to help keep them afloat. Now, maybe this shouldn't be in, in today's episode, because I guess it's slightly related to, to the c news. But uh, I, I, think, I think it's separated enough. We're only going to talk about the money that Queensland is offering. Because Virgin Australia and other airlines are making the same pitch to government around the world. That they need government money to stay afloat because no one's traveling. Now, who owns Virgin Australia? Well, it's owned by five international companies: ETI Airways, ETH Airways, pardon me, Singapore Airlines, China's Nanshan Group, HNA, and Richard Branson's Virgin Group. Now, these aren't exactly businesses that you think as being poor, right? They have some of the most expensive infrastructure in the world. They make billions and billions of dollars every year. They pay their, their executives and their president, millions of dollars. And not only that, Richard Branson, the guy who, who founded Virgin Australia, Virgin Airlines, is himself worth $4.4 billion. So consider this. It's one thing to say, the government has shut down your business, and thus there should be some compensation to you, the business owner, because you didn't create your own demise. You didn't create your own uh economic issues it was the government the government forced you to close down and for that okay we we can give you some monetary relief us being the government okay maybe uh you the employee you used to have a job but because we forced these businesses to close their doors you're not making any more money okay we might have to compensate you for that makes sense all right virgin australia The the, the cash-rich company owned by a billionaire and several other multi-billion dollar companies? We need to give them money to stay afloat? That's ridiculous. Now, one argument could be, well, we don't want Virgin Australia to to collapse and to go bankrupt because then no one will step in to take uh, their place. But that's not true either. Many, many airline uh, companies, airlines could do exactly what Virgin Australia do. I don't even fly Virgin Australia if I can help it. I prefer to go on Qantas because Virgin Australia is frankly garbage. <laughs> their 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 legroom is abysmal. And you have to pay like $20 for like crackers and $5 for terrible coffee. But yeah, apparently uh, Queensland is offering them money. They're trying to get uh, federal money and they'll probably get it. If I'm just, if I, I mean, now just seeing how much money is being spent, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, I certainly hope... That it doesn't, we can hope. Some good Australian news, though. There's going to be a meteor shower in, uh, in large parts of Australia. So today is going to be the 21st. So the day after tomorrow, on the 23rd, after midnight, you'll be able to see about 18 bright meteors per hour uh, shooting across the sky. So if you have a way to get out of your house without... Having a police officer charge you eleven thousand dollars and bankrupt you, or uh, being arrested for six months, or just fined for ridiculous purposes, or anything of the sort, um, you should go outside, keep a keep a safe distance from other people, uh, make sure you don't touch your face, and look up at the sky because this is this is kind of a nice little break from all of what's happening. Uh, now we're going to turn to Mexico really quickly. Now feel free. I know I covered Mexico last week as well. If you really don't care about Mexico, let me know and I'll stop talking about it. Obviously, I care about Mexico because I live there for most of my life. But this is actually a pretty big story. Uh, it turns out Mexico is holding up a huge international petroleum deal. So OPEC+, Plus, which are the, um, the international cabal of uh, oil producing nations, got together and decided that they were going to... Uh, Reduce the amount of petroleum that they're producing, in order to keep the price of oil steady. They they want to keep it from going too low. So they all got together and they put together the the declaration their declaration of cooperation. And the thing about this declaration is that every single member of OPEC Plus had to agree to it, or it doesn't fly. And the only nation that decided not to commit to this, uh, reduction in, in production is Mexico. So, so OPEC put out a press release and, uh, this line was in there. It says, the above was agreed by all OPEC and non-OPEC oil producing countries participating in the declaration for cooperation with the exception of Mexico. And as a result, the agreement is conditional on the consent of Mexico. Now it's interesting to see that, that, uh, Mexico would have such power in in such a situation it, it's rare for a country like Mexico to have um to kind of hold these types this type of power in, in such a high-stakes situation uh but w- we're going to see obviously the United States uh doesn't participate in any type of uh interference into the petroleum market but Mexico does and they've decided they're just not going to uh they're just not going to commit quite yet. And this could, this could actually have some pretty strong ramifications for the price of oil. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it's interesting. It's interesting to see. And uh, we'll let you know if we, if we know more. Now, turning to the UK briefly, just, just for a little gripe. I know, I know this is unprofessional. This is a news program, and I'm just complaining here. But I don't think that I'm alone in saying that I was always highly irritated by having Harry and Meghan pushed into my newsfeed and into my face all the time. So they got married and she started being a terrible person, I guess. And, and so all, of these, uh, uh, all of these people were outraged normally because people get upset on the internet because of anything. And so all this coverage started surrounding Meghan and Harry. And then they decided to re- to leave the royal family, which was fantastic because I thought, here it is. The end of coverage when it comes to Harry and Meghan. And no, we continue to have more and more and more stories being pushed to, them, uh, pushed to us about them. Last week, it was something about the guy not hunting anymore, which is the least consequential issue that has ever, that has ever touched the face of the earth. <laughs> that Harry doesn't want to hunt anymore because his wife doesn't like it. Headline, husband makes concession for wife's preference. My Lord, thank you for letting me know. I God, my, my, my knowledge of the world is so enriched by that. And now we're getting stories all over, all over the internet. I mean, this story I'm reading here is from the Canberra Times, not even a UK tabloid, that basically says that Harry and Meghan are upset at tabloids in the UK for printing fake stories. And so I just implore all media to just Stop. Leave the covering of these two irrelevant people to like one magazine and have them own the space and then let us live. We don't care. I don't think I'm alone in that. Anyway, gripe over. I'm going to move quickly over to the States uh, where despite huge spending uh, increases, the United States has decided not to cut foreign assist- assistance to three nations in Central America. So El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras, obviously very, very poor, very corrupt countries in Latin America, are going to continue to get a huge amount of, of money from the United States. And I kind, of, I kind of see this, I have to say, because a lot of people were saying, well, this is the time considering the huge increase in spending by the government to stop foreign assistance of, of all kinds. And I largely agree with that. I don't, I don't really see why we're giving all these other countries money. Especially uh, poor and corrupt ones uh, who are going to just misuse it. But here, since these countries are so poor and so mismanaged, without this money, we could see a collapse of their healthcare system. And if the healthcare system does collapse in these countries, then that could lead to a mass exodus from these countries through Mexico and into the United States. And the US has way too much on its hands as it is, so they don't want to deal with a huge influx of illegal immigration. So I get it. I gotta say, a lot of people uh, commented below this saying that they were upset about this decision. Uh, I, I will be upset if if the assistance remains uh, after the C-word crisis. But for now, uh, I think it's good to keep in place. And uh, lastly, I'll just close really quickly with this. Uh, Trump is the only... Foreign leader in the West, essentially, virtually, there might be another, like one or two more, that hasn't received a an uptick in their favorability during all this, um, all of these issues. Let's say, and for anyone who who really does not want to see a Democrat elected, uh, just because of the the programs and the spending that they have in mind, this would be preoccupying to see Donald Trump's favorability not going up uh, in such a time when every, when every other world leader's approval is going up. And that would be preoccupying if it weren't for the man who's running against him, who's clearly senile. And w- w- we don't mean to make fun of Joe Biden for dealing with a really horrible, horrible uh, affliction, but the fact of the matter is, this guy can't string two words together. It's it's unbelievable. There there are all these clips circulating around the internet uh, of him just trying to make a point and 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 really failing miserably. It's in some of them you can't make out what he was trying to say even playing the the clip one two three eleven twenty times. And the clip that was circulating today, I saw some people. Um, so just posting this really terrible interview that he gave on Morning Joe. And this is, this is a little snippet of what he was saying that, that made people uh, concerned about his mental state. So he was trying to make a point, and I'll say verbatim what he said. He said, We gotta, it's just, but you gotta, I mean the, we gotta reassure, look, here. My, my message to everybody that I talk to and then he just rants for 5 minutes of you know slightly articulate but pretty embarrassing uh things to do with you know how Donald Trump is is a very bad bad orange man but it's it, the the democrats have really uh chosen chosen wisely i got to say uh to the, to the degree that even this far into the primaries people are, people are De- democratic players are considering replacing biden with uh, the the mayor of New York City. What's his name? Uh, slipped my mind right now. But, yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm not particularly concerned about Trump's chances at the moment. And anybody who, even people who don't like Trump, I think, would agree that he has better uh, a better chance of running the, cro- the country pro- uh, properly than a senile old man. But that's all the time that we have left here at, uh, at the Australian Taxpayers Alliance Corona Break. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you next week.